Everyone Drinks Well with Operations, presented by the Conquer Risk Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Drinks Well with Operations podcast. Today, joining me is Jen and Evan, and we are going to be discussing financial planning tools in our investor portal. Uh, so to start off our podcast, per usual, we have our drinks, and we want you to sit down, grab a drink, and let's talk ops. So Jen, you have been in the industry for, what, 15 years now. What is your perspective of the financial planning tools, how it's evolved, how we're making it our own? Yeah. So when we first, when I first started in the industry, I don't really know exactly what was out there as far as financial planning tools. And it wasn't something because we're TAMP that we really, you know, really got into our back office software. Orion provided a basic client portal. Um, and at the time that was sufficient, we didn't really have a lot of demand for it, but, you know, as everything's evolved. People want information in this day and age. They want things at their fingertips. So we started looking at all the financial planning tools out there. We have looked at e-money. We have looked at Right Capital, um, Advisor. Those are the three that come top of mind to me. And they are all a little bit different. They all have their pros and their cons. Some have more bells and whistles. Some have um, less. E-money is really robust. Um, they offer a lot of different features and, and things that clients can use, or um, I'm sorry, our advisors can use with their investors. But sometimes it, it seems a little bit overkill in some situations. It's a great tool if you're using all of it. Um, right Capital seemed to kind of be a midpoint. It had a really good user interface, not as many bells and whistles, a little um, cleaner, if you will. Well, then a couple years ago, our back office software, Orion, purchased Advisor and made it into their own Orion planning. Um, and so we've really adopted that and offered it to our advisors to use as an investor portal. It is, in my opinion, it is the most simple um, financial planning tool that we've looked at. It offers a lot of customization. Um, we have some advisors that want to offer financial planning. They want to go through that process with their clients. And then others don't. They just want their clients to be able to see what accounts we manage, what accounts um, they have as a household. So you can aggregate your mortgage, your car payment, all of your payments, and you know all your assets and liabilities and track your net worth. Uh, another big thing that our advisors use it for is to securely send documents back and forth with their clients because Security is a huge thing this day, and, and this provides a secure place to share that information remotely. Um, so that's kind of where we started as a firm and where we've come. We really like the feel of the planning tool, and a lot of our advisors have adopted it and are using it with their investors. Now, Evan, you're our like in-house kind of expert on this, and you've been on the front lines with those calls with our advisors. What is your take? and and feedback like what do they really like and and what maybe could use some improvement 
Yeah, of course, everybody's a little bit different the way they run their practice. Um, I'd say overall, the advisors really like the way it's like you mentioned, it's pretty simple to use, pretty streamlined, uh, not a whole lot of, um, you know, training to go through to really get up and running with it. Uh, but they really do like the document vault that you uh, mentioned. It's uh, secure, easy to pass things back and forth, whether it's, you know, trust documents, insurance statements, things like that. And also, uh, they really like the account aggregation. Um, Orion Planning, uh, previously advisor, um, uses Plaid for their aggregator uh, to bring in um, outside accounts. Um, so they're always looking to add more links, um, you know, down the road. Uh, but right now you can link like outside 401ks, mortgages, annuities, things like that, um, as well as obviously the things that are under Potomac's roof. Um, and what's cool about the Potomac... And just to interrupt for a second... Um, the plaid is a new feature and the number one complaint that I hear is the connections break and there's no connection provider out there that is perfect, but plaid seems to be the best of them. And so when um, planning made the switch from Quovo to plaid, we have seen a huge improvement in not only the number of institutions that are offered, as well as the linkage, like the breaking and, and re-entering credentials and things like that. So I only hope that it improves from there. Yeah, definitely. It seems like we had a lot more calls regarding, like you said, links breaking, but those calls have dramatically decreased. Um, more so the calls are looking to see what's available um, and they're adding more and more, you know, every month it seems like. Um, and beyond that, um, the Fidelity and TD Ameritrade documents feed in for the Potomac accounts, which is really nice. So they don't have to go hunting through each custodian to gather those statements and tax documents. Um, and obviously it has a pretty nice planning tool. Some advisors use, some don't. Uh, depends on you know what their preference is. Um, and beyond that, um, the Potomac accounts, it shows the strategies that they're in, whether it's Bull Bear, Guardian, Navigrove, so on and so forth. They're able to see how those um, different sleeves are performing, um, and how, what amount, what dollar amount there are in those strategies. So those are all pretty nice features as well. Yeah. And I think that strategy specific data is huge. I was on a call with one of our advisors earlier in the week and they said, you know, we use Allbridge, but we can't see our, like how our clients are invested. And so for our union UMA reps that we manage their entire household using multiple strategists, they can see exactly what strategy is earmarked and what registration and dollar amount and all of that. And because it's all linked through our back office and our planning tool, it's really unique in that regards so that you're able to see that strategy information because most data feeds come from the custodian and the custodian has no way of capturing that information. So that too has been the number one, a, a top reason, I guess I should say for people that, um, like the aspect of that. Yeah. Another thing that's really cool, like as we're all on the go, is that we have the mobile app. So you can be picking your kid up from school in the long, long pickup lines <laughs> and checking your net worth. Does that sound like you have a personal experience with that? <laughs> yes. I try to use the bus whenever possible, but sometimes <laughs> I get pulled into those lines. It's painful. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead. Nope. You go ahead. I was going to say uh, with that mobile app that Jen mentioned, uh, everything that you see within the uh, investor portal, you know, on your desktop version, that all feeds right into the mobile app. So any uh, things in your document vault that are on the uh, uh, 
you know, desktop version of it. It all feeds in right to the mobile app. So you can access documents, net worth, account aggregation, all from that same app. So. Yeah. And I think also circling back, the statements is a huge thing because we, we want to provide our advisors and investors with the experience we want. We don't want to have multiple logins. I don't want to log into the custodian to look at my statement and then also log into the portal to update other information. So having everything there accessible, and it's not just the statements, it's tax documents as well. So at tax time, you log in and all of that information is there for you to give to your CPA or accountant or whoever's doing your taxes. Yeah, super convenient. For sure. And, you know, Orion, who's, who purchased Advisor and turned it into Orion Planning years ago, it's still fairly new for them. And there's a lot of things on the roadmap. They're taking our feedback. You know, we're, we're giving them ways that we would like to see. Our advisors are telling us things that they would like to see different. And hopefully that will be reflected, you know, in some changes and updates to the app. Yes. Well, if you're a current advisor and you are using our investor portal and your clients are using it, we always appreciate the feedback. Um, or if you're a potential advisor, this is a great feature that we offer. Um, if you have any questions, don't ever hesitate to reach out to one of us here at the operations department. Um, so I think that wraps that up. Let's get into the recommendation portion of this podcast. I don't think we have done recommendations yet because normally we like to do our drink recommendations, but since Jem refuses to deviate from her Bud Light, we're going to do some other recommendations and branch out. So Evan, what is your recommendation for the fine folks here? Yeah, my recommendation <laughs> is uh, USFL football. I watched my first game on Easter Sunday. Um, it was pretty cool. I watched the uh, Houston Gamblers versus the Michigan Panthers. I think. Wait, they're... can you explain what that is? <laughs> yeah, I know new... you just talked like. Is it like Chinese? Yeah. New football right league that's not the NFL, essentially. But oh. not college either. Not college. Yeah, it's about in between. So there are some familiar names uh, as far as players goes, and some. Um, coaches that were in the NFL previously that are now in the USFL. Um, wasn't the best football, but it's a nice little stopgap uh, before college and NFL starts. So that's my recommendation. Interesting. I haven't heard my husband bring this up, so <laughs> Me I'm curious. Either. I know. USFL? Yep. I think it's Where United do you States. watch it? Um, I forget <laughs> what channel it was. Maybe NBC. I don't remember what channel it was. Oh, it's on like regular cable? Yeah, it's on cable. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't watch sports. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. How about you, Jen? What is your recommendation? So my recommendation is the website goodreads.com. And I know it's been around a long time. So some of you probably have heard about it, but I've been using it for about 10 years now and I read a lot. Um, and so what it does is it allows you to, it's like a social community. So you can see what your friends are reading, what they've recommended and then you can also, like if Caitlin's like, Jen, this book's awesome. I can go in there and mark it. I want to read this. The other thing it's good for, and I don't know if this is just me, but there are several times that I pick a book up and I read it and I'm like, oh my God, this sounds familiar. And then like a couple of pages in, I'm like, I've read this. So this way, when that happens, I can look and say, have I read this? So it tracks everything I've read, everything I want to read, everything I am reading. 
And the other cool part is I'm a really competitive person and they have challenges. So last year I challenged myself to read 50 books this year, 60 books, 50. Um, yeah. I actually read 62. Oh my gosh. I read year. like 23 last year and that was a huge achievement for me, but wow. Bravo. Well, you have younger kids than I do. So that's true. just wait. That. one day you'll, <laughs> yeah. So that's my recommendation. Cool. Okay. Well, my recommendation is a little odd, but I thought it would be good to share because I was doing it in the bathroom mirror the other night and my husband thought I was insane and told me he's never heard of such a thing and thinks it's completely crazy. So I started doing a couple weeks ago facial yoga <laughs> and it is to tighten the muscles in your face and it actually completely relaxes all the tension and muscles as well. And you make the silliest faces when you do it. But I've, I've actually noticed a little bit of a difference and for men and women, just go on YouTube and Google facial yoga, some great exercises and try it out. Like I, I honestly, this is my part of my new <laughs> nightly regimen. Now you have to show us. Like just do no. a quick one. Just do a quick yoga pose. One okay. Quick. One quick yoga pose, which is like the least embarrassing, is just taking your finger and going like this in one side and the other side, and then also going like this on your chin. I can tell a huge difference already. Yeah. Good job, Caitlin. <laughs> yes. There are way more embarrassing ones, but I'm not going to do that on <laughs> camera. You can do it as soon as Martina stops the recording. Yes, I will show you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think this wraps up this episode of Drinks Well with Operations. Make sure you stay tuned to our future episodes. And as always, cheers. Cheers. All opinions expressed by podcast guests are solely their own and do not reflect the opinions of Potomac Fund Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast. 